There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we've reached five o'clock on hump day. We're almost through the week. We've got another hour here with Lori and Julia. We've got a lot coming up here, a little vintage scandal. Holly's going to join us for a dirt alert. We've got some fun stuff to get here. I think we're going to get to a little Tinder swindler here, we right, are, guys? We Ooh, are. What a story. Is, have any okay. of us watched it? I have. Okay, you have. I've right. watched I've watched about two-thirds of it. Okay. It gets a little exhausting after a while, but I know a ton of people that have watched it. It's on Netflix. It's one of the top trending things. Right. And it's based on... I went back and forth between inventing Ander, Anna and the Tindler Swindler. And my sister and I thought my mom would like inventing Anna better. Yes. But it turns out she got quite sick of Anna by the end Isn't of it. Isn't that funny? That's mm-hmm. what happened to me. Is that Did you finish you? it? I couldn't because yeah. of her. I just, I loved the story. It was unbelievably intriguing, but I the just last, couldn't handle her. Anna the last ones annoying. were so good though. Oh. The last few, but yeah, she was annoying. Yeah. Okay, so, so, I, so we, so I haven't watched the Tinder Swindler, but I know a lot of people that have watched it and I know people who have gotten swindled. Absolutely. And we've heard when you were gone, I think a week ago or something, we had some calls in about this and things to watch out for. And some woman sold her house and moved to Africa to be with this guy. And then he was a scam yeah. and then getting home. I mean, people have lost. Even on Facebook, the little swindle that they try and do is you'll get something from someone you know uh, and you'll you'll never guess who died. Oh, and there's a the link. Thing. That is a swindle. That is some kind of a something. You never, ever want to click on it. Right. And so that's, be... the swind- that's a Facebook swindle. Okay. You'll get a, a message request from a friend that says okay. you'll never guess who died with a link. Oh, good one, Lori. Good heads up to tell people about. Okay, so here is... And that the IRS never contacts you over the phone. Same with student loan places. Social security. Social security. Right, your bank. You will get letters. Your bank, right. Right? Right. That's it. Okay. So here, his name is Simon Liev. um, And here is a little bit of the story because he's proclaiming to be the son of the diamond... um, the diamond legend of Israel or something. Okay. And here's a little story from this morning. It's just real quick. He's the man some call the Tinder swindler, Simon Leviev, the subject of a new Netflix documentary depicting him as a flashy world traveler, accused of meeting women on the dating app with the intent of wooing. He was smart and funny and very impulsive. I shared my whole heart with him. And then he asked me if I wanted to travel with him on a private jet. And then allegedly stealing thousands of dollars from them. He said he has threats against him. 
he needs our cash. According to the documentary, Simon falsely portrayed himself as the heir to a diamond empire. Now, the family behind that fortune is suing him. A private criminal complaint filed in Israel on behalf of the family of billionaire diamond magnate Lev Lviv alleges that Simon defrauded, cheated, conned, falsified, and hurt women, men, and businesses worldwide while using the family's elite reputation. Simon didn't just choose the name Vive out of the blue. He knew that it's a name that will help him to fly in jets, private jets, take private yacht, take hotels, reservation. According to the lawsuit, Simon used the dating application Tinder to locate women who he then emotionally manipulated cunningly bamboozled of funds and eventually convinced to transfer large sums of money to him under the guise of being on the run from individuals intending on hurting him. The family's lawyer says Simon also conned businesses, one of which approached the Levive family for payment. If convicted, Simon could get up to 11 years in an Israeli jail. Born Shimon Hayut, Simon was convicted in Israel on four fraud charges back in 2019 and released after serving five months of his 15-month sentence. Simon denying to Inside Edition he was presenting himself as the son of a diamond mogul. He's also denying scamming anyone, oh. saying the documentary mischaracterizes him. Oh, geez. I'm not a fraud, and I'm not a fake. People don't know me, so they cannot judge me. A representative oh, for Simon Levive told ABC News that Simon <laughs> believes the Levive Diamond family is, quote, just trying to insert themselves in the narrative for publicity after the show's success. Meanwhile, the Diamond Mogul's attorney tells ABC News a civil suit is coming soon that will seek damages. Any money they recoup will go to Simon's alleged victims. Guys, amid all of this, Simon is banned from Tinder. Oh, there's that. Wow. Banned from Tinder, but he's out and about in public. He's not getting appearance fees. Yeah, he's he's got an agent. He's making appearances at clubs, and he's uh, he, he's a free man for now. It's like you said earlier, crazy. <laughs> and he's crazy on Cameo, making twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month doing Cameo. Who would ever want him as a Cameo? Who the hell knows? Okay, so they, they show, he's a good-looking yeah, guy yeah. and looks like he's in his early 30s. But his mm -hmm. his behavior started when he's 20 years old and he would steal checks from the families he worked from as a babysitter. He would um, he would steal so much, he literally... But when he says mischaracterization, oh, you watch the documentary, you saw some of he's the women scammer. that, that got scammed by him, right? You, right, and, and really, whoa. But I'm telling you... Depending where you're at in your life, people are vulnerable and people want to believe the truth about people. So yeah. here's just a couple things about him. One of the women, um, Pernilia Sochom, I can't, I'm not pronouncing it very well. She was one of the women that he scammed. He scammed $10 million through Tinder. Off Different of women. Yep. Um, she still lives at home with her mom. She still wants to buy her apartment. And it was crushed when she lent her condo down payment money to him. Oh. But, um... It made her bankrupt, and she is still trying to get back up on her feet. Other victims are paying up off their debt. Debt. Three of them started GoFundMe pages, and they've got thirty-three thousand dollars raised. I think one of them was left with two hundred thousand in debt. Lives in con constant fear from the debt collectors. But one of her banks, she took a loan out for, allowed her to write off the debt. Oh he has lied about everything. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe after this came out that they were going to do a biopic on him. Yeah, no, we don't want to see was, it. But that's a lie. Yeah. He made yeah. it up. He made that. Well, the Tinder swindler got swindled because I, I, 
the, this guy, he cons all these women. He was scammed out of $7,000 by this couple who got a hold of him, direct message on Insta. Because he's still on Insta. And said, we can scrub all the fake accounts for you and your girlfriend. They worked for Meta, they Yes, said. yes. The new Facebook. Right, yeah. and he believed them. So if there's some co- cosmic karmic justice, he did pay $7,000 um, and got swindled himself. So you got to... Gotta love that. Yeah, yeah you really that. do. You gotta love that. So. And, and just how brazen and ballsy he was. And you know the kid, remember? This is the way of catfishers and scammers, is to act like you it's are like that Anna, person. Inventing act Anna. as if you are that. Yeah, yeah, it just is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know the kid you told us about that started the um, algorithm and the Twitter account to track Elon Musk. Yes. He is now doing it for Russian oligarchs planes and sharing the information with everybody. Did you know that? Yes, I yeah. saw I kinda that. thought that was um, kind of yeah. sweet justice yeah. cool, that man. he's doing that. Um, okay, I got we posted this trailer. You and I watched it in the double wide. It's a trailer for I don't really recall Brad Pitt ever being an action star before. This no, movie, it's just called, a boxer. It's called Bullet Train, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I mean, a fighter, yeah. you know. Fighter, yeah, no. But he's like an action star, and we got a sneak peek at Bullet Train last week. But the full trailers here it comes out July fifteenth, and Bullet Train, of course, that is what um, the first high speed trains in Japan were called. They referred to the, as the bullet train. Because they were silver and they went fast. Yes, yes. Okay, and it. that's, that's, yep. okay. and so like I, I knew right know. away that yep. this is going to take place in Japan because that is what the Japanese refer to as the bullet train. And um, anyway, so it's this high speed. He's, it's an assassin action thriller. The guy who directed and gave us John Wick. Is the director? Oh, that should be enticing. He was also David Leitch was a stunt double for none other than William Bradley Pitt on movies like Troy, Fight okay. Club, yeah. Mister and Mrs. Smith, mm-hmm. and so they, they go it. way back. But this time, Brad is doing the stunts. Indie Wire says that Brad claims he performed ninety five percent of his own stunts. Pulling a little Tommy. Cruz I was just going to yeah. say, pulling a little TC. Um, and David uh, Leitch, the director, told Vulture that this was one of the first movies filming after the pandemic shut everything down. And so people were eager to be in the movie. It helped that Brad was fresh off his Oscar thing for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And having a great script by this guy, Zach Olkowicz, did attract the best people. So the cast includes. Brad Pitt as the action guy, mm-hmm. assassin Joey King, who we um, love. Several, Kissing yeah, several Japanese at, uh, actors that you may or may not recognize, depending on if you've watched, uh, like Hari Ginji or Har- what was that one show I watched that. I can't remember. It was a BBC Japanese production, really good. Anyway, um, but. Uh, Sandra Bullock is in it. She replaced Lady Gaga as Brad's handler. Oh. So she's like the Black Sop CIA handler. And maybe that's why Brad Pitt said he'd do a cameo in her Lost City. So she's in it. Bad Bunny's in it. Michael Shannon, Brian Tyree Henry, and Aaron Taylor Johnson. 
And it's based on a novel by an author, uh, Japanese author, Kotoro Osaka, called Maria Beetle. And there's explosions, gunfights, fistfights. Uh, the sight of Brad Pitt in a bucket hat, though, was not something I was quite prepared for. I couldn't agree I more. Agree. I'm trying to picture yeah, right it. Yeah, you got That it. was you the want... most jarring thing in I the whole so. damn trailer. It's I'm on like, the Lori and Julia show page at My Talk 1071. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing in a bucket hat, you oh, beautiful I mean. man? Okay, oh, so we'll be right back with the dirt alert. <laughs> this is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. Good afternoon. Yeah, what kind of did it do we got today? Oh, now I know you guys in the three o'clock hour discussed Kim Kardashian and Kanye West being legally single from each other. I'm oh, so happy. Yeah, and the way that Kanye West is processing his new singledom is by releasing a video for his song Easy that features the game with a music video that buries a cartoon Pete Davidson alive. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> How does he? I'm yes. gonna quote like a clay, says, like a like. You remember Mister Bill? Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah. That church what Pete, is burning. Is that the mm-hmm. video? Uh it's and on his. In, it, yeah, it's on his Instagram. It's for he, the video. Easy. Does he never want to see his children? I, I mean, really? I'm gonna quote Big Sister Gorgeous from Twitter. Okay. If Kanye were a woman, he'd already be under a conservatorship. No, mm-hmm. Lori. You that's are that's right. not me. That's Big Sister Gorgeous. I mean, that is true. That words. is so true. And and Pete, I mean, he uh, this it's a very disturbing video when you watch it. I saw it. Yeah, it looks like yes, it's Mr. Bill Claymation, also somewhat reminiscent. Now I don't know if you watched MTV in the nineties, yeah. the Claymation videos yes. that were released yes, by Mr. the band Bill. by Tool. That's what this reminds yeah. me of. The ones where it went on for eight minutes and it was the weird animated thing that would creepily crawl across the screen. And I'd be like, it's a very unsettling video. And at the end, I mean, he kidnaps him and he decapitates him in this video. He buries the head and buries the head and then says, you know, who ends up, but crosses out skeet. I mean, it's just idiotic and stupid and it's sick and demented. And I I wish I wish he would I wish. I yeah, love that he, you said that, Lori. I mean, if it was a woman, if Kanye were yep. a woman, he'd be under conservatorship. Yep. Uh, yikes! Yeah, not a constructive way to deal with your emotions. And you know, Julia, exactly right. You you ask the right questions. Does oh. this man want to see his children again? again. Yeah. For someone who claims to want to be reunited with his family, he's doing a horrible job at showing it. He really is. Mm-hmm. He, and anyone would say if if I was you know his ex wife now or, or you know I'd be afraid. I, I would be afraid to give him access. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To the kids without, to let them take them to Miami. I wouldn't let them take them anywhere. You can see them, you can visit them in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. You know, and Kim Kardashian last week 
basically said as much, stating in court documents that Kanye West's social media posts were causing her emotional distress. As they should. I mean, it's just, he lost his wife, and he didn't lose his wife to Pete Davidson. No. That's not who broke up their marriage. Exactly, right. Kanye is himself is the big reason why the marriage broke up. I would say he's... The reason. Probably, mm-hmm. but you know. It always takes two, but she, still. Kim will have to look at why she enabled and put up with um, him for so long. The behavior right. for so long and made it seem like it was all okay. She needs to drop his name and quit wearing his ugly ass clothes and looks. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> well, can we, can we tell you how we feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, hopefully she is. And you know, watching that video. It's not a surprise that Kim Kardashian preferring to hold hands with somebody at Not Scary Farm yes. than having to deal with that nightmare. And at the end of the video, it says everyone lived happily ever after, except in it's crossed out skeet, you know who. Well, let's talk a little more celebrity justice okay. this afternoon. Wendy Williams' ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, is suing the talk show production company of the Wendy Williams show for wrongful termination. You know, we, we kind of think he might have something to it since he did get fired for a job he'd had for 11 years one week after Wendy filed for divorce. And the show has thanks thanks since he's been gone. Yeah, well, he served as the longtime executive producer of the Wendy Williams show. And Kevin Hunter is suing Debmar Mercury for wrongful termination, claiming that he was fired on the basis of his marital status, which is barred by the New York City human rights law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't I sense a settlement. Yeah, I, I, I do, too, because the proof also that he has is that he was, you know, he was fired because they were breaking up even though he was the evp and decided on everything and then remember how off the rails that show went as soon as he that breakup happened she went you quit watching i I totally quit watching Mm -hmm. yeah think kevin hunter there's no joy in it yeah yeah you know agree with you guys it seems like kevin hunter does have a legitimate case here are you going to be watching melinda french gates on cbs mornings tomorrow DVR'd already. <laughs> so we got a preview of this interview. This interview is between Melinda French Gates and Gail King over on CBS Mornings. She's opening up about her divorce from Bill Gates, saying, I couldn't trust what we had. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not citing anything specific. I don't know if she's going to go into details about it in this interview because she said it wasn't one moment or one specific thing that happened. Right. Rather, it was a cascading series of events unfolding over the course of decades that ultimately led to that marriage's demise. Well, that's what usually it is. Yeah. She said there just came a point in time when there was enough that I realized it just wasn't healthy and I couldn't trust what we had. Mm. I mean, that's pre- that's pretty scathing. I wonder what those trust issues were well, between. He was cheating on her. Didn't we find that out all over? Didn't we? Well, I just think, you know, he was discreeting cheatly and it was the pregnancy thing. Yeah. Yeah. But she's on a journey of healing, you guys. So right. she's going to turn the chapter by sitting down and talking to Gail King about it tomorrow. Okay. So let me just ask you guys this. Okay. So they've got oh, yeah, kids. He didn't get a pregnant girlfriend, but no, he, he was didn't. very open about having girlfriends. He, that's what I, yeah. To her. Okay. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to ask you. Okay. So why is she doing this? 
She's got kids. They're still. She's no, still they're got all a young old one. enough. Well, they're it, all old enough. Doesn't matter. Why would you do they, this? Because they all know about why they got divorced. But why do it? Why not, Julia? She is in two years has the Melinda Gates Foundation. She's trying to forge a separate identity from him, and yeah, she I wants guess. to tell her story. And her kids are supportive of it. All right. Yeah, well, she did say that of her divorce in 2021, it was the most unusual and difficult year of my life. And so, yeah, you know, kind of forging a personality, forging a persona that's outside of the context of her relationship with Bill Gates. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's a challenging thing to do since Bill Gates is Bill Gates. But she's already, yeah, I I guess I just, I don't know. You are judge Judy when people speak about their marriages and they have kids if they pose naked. I'm just going to say you're judge Julia about that. I really um, you say when they stubborn. pose naked? Oh yeah, she can. If you're a mother, you can't pose naked, according to Julia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Melinda French Gates posed nude. No, publicly. I just don't under. I do not understand. Well, th- wait till you hear the interview right. and see what she talks about. Okay. Yeah, just thinking. For that- some people, don't you think talking about it makes it is but, a catharsis? That's why you have a therapist. Hmm. I don't understand the out loudness of people's. That's just me, and you're right, Lori. I have a thing. I have a thing with naked, naked photos, and or naked photos, as it were. They're really bad. Nude photos during the nuclear <laughs> something. Well, well, can't wait to hear about your guys' opinion about this interview tomorrow. Right. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait, and I, I say good for you, Melinda Gates. I bet it feels great to talk about it. Woo! Thank you, Holly. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. All right, guys, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic before we get to a little vintage scandal coming up here, you guys. And now let's go back into the old days here for one of these. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. All right. Well, you know, one of the things that um, we never watched that came on this fall, maybe because there was just a gazillion there's not things enough hours on, right? <laughs> but um, there was it, it. It it aired, I think, the middle of October on HBO Max. What happened, Brittany Murphy? Oh, I know. I wanted to, but oh, then I couldn't yeah. get myself to do it. This yeah. is a heck of a story. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And of course, Brittany Murphy rose to fame playing Ty in Clueless. Then she appeared in Eight Mile. Girl Interrupted, she became a leading lady in like kind of rom-coms, just married in Uptown Girls in her private life. She dated Eminem and Ashton Kutcher before marrying this guy named Simon uh, Monjack. And so in this documentary, you know, she and her husband bought this Hollywood Hills mansion fully furnished from Britney Spears. Oh, is that? Who's, oh, oh, I didn't. I never knew it was Britney Spears. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they moved into the home in wow. 2003, and it was fully furnished from Britney, and she bought it for a little under $4 million, and she lived in the house for just under four years with Simon, whom she married in 2007, before she took her last breath in the main bathroom on the morning of December 20th, 2009, the L.A. Fire Department responded to a 911 call from Brittany's mom, Sharon, who lived with the couple. Right. And she was taken to Cedar sinai Medical Center and pronounced dead. And uh, a couple months later, the L.A. medical examiner said that she died as a result of untreated pneumonia combined with anemia 
and drug intoxication from prescription and over-the-counter medications, including painkillers and cold medicine. No illegal drugs mm-hmm. were found in her system. That's the crazy part. Okay, then, like three months later, Brittany's mom, Sharon, who's yep. still living at the house with Brittany's husband, Simon, she finds Simon unresponsive in the home. He's like eight years older than Brittany Murphy, so he was like 40. He was pronounced dead after the fire department was called for a medical emergency. He died of acute pneumonia and severe anemia as well. Right. And one of the things that, uh, you know, people uh, people have conjectured was that the home had toxic mold. Right. In yeah. It. And that's what I thought. Yeah. Also, there's a whole other link, a whole other thing about how that is a very haunted house. Oh, which even is more why dicey. Britney Spears got out of it fast, left everything wow. behind. And but a medical examiner said, no, it wasn't the mold. However, oh. Simon's mother continued to. F- Britney's mom. No, oh, Simon's, Simon's mom, mom continued to fuel this theory when she told the. Daily Mail that her son had severe mold in the home. It, all I knew is that you know he was having hallucinations that things were crawling out of his skin. Other people who believe the haunted mansion theory were like wow. he was like possessed. Okay, wow. now I don't know if any of this is in the right. documentary, so I haven't. Um, I don't know about that, but Britney Spears was on the record, and Britney. Murphy both thought there was something strange about this home. And it's right on top of the Sunset Strip mm-hmm. on a road called Rising Glen Road. Spears, who was dating Timberlake at the time when she lived there, claimed to have had this very a ghostly encounter that led her to leave the property and never come back. And her former makeup artist... Um, recounted that situation we found out so much and we need to talk about britney podcast yes she said she just said i had a there something bad spirits were in that house and she couldn't get out of there fast enough she went to the casa del mar hotel to stay and never went back to the house isn't that wild and um and remember how they looked so unhealthy and they were into holistic health things yes and murphy never claimed to have seen spirits but she in an interview with the hollywood reporter in january 2010 after her death simon monjack claimed that his late wife tried to avoid the whole the house that she hated living there every time we would drive up to her house she would say to me please can't we stay at the beverly hills hotel Right. Wow. And um and sh- they were planning, you know, on moving and um anyway, she she uh her father, you know, um uh, went on Good Morning America mm-hmm. and told GMA, I have a feeling this was a murder situation. I feel that she got poisoned. I thought and a lot of people thought it was her husband, Simon. Simon. And the basic... I think we did at the time, too. The basis for this claim was the results of an independent toxology report that Brittany Murphy's dad did on a sample of Brittany's hair. And there were 10 heavy metals in the hair, which suggests that possibility of foul play. Mm -hmm. And Murphy's father later filed a suit against the L.A. coroner's office and the LAPD, hoping in vain to have his daughters re-examined and the case reopened. And there was a different documentary um, 
that, you know, had these conspiracy things that Brittany and Simon were were um, on a watch list. And, you know, there's so there's been some very wild stories, conspiracies about that. And um, Brittany's mom fought back against these conspiracy things that somehow they were involved with, you know, being agents for the CIA or the Homeland Security. There was so much weirdness around this because they just, their health went downhill so quickly. Yes. And, and, and And they looked unhealthy too, though, at the time. Right. Right. We've never seen them photographed. They both had gained a lot of weight. They both, we were like, why is she with him? Right. It doesn't look right. Brittany's mom fought back against you know, Brittany's dad, obviously, they Talking had been divorced. Brittany Murphy. And she wrote an open letter to the Hollywood Reporter saying, listen, any good scientist will tell you these 10 metals, heavy metals, hair sample can be affected by hair dye, hairspray, smoking, environmental. You know, she was just like, there's nothing in there if it was... If she was poisoned, why wouldn't the original autopsy have right. found any evidence of it? And anyway, she's like, and I'm quite confident my daughter was never a double agent or working in any kind of Homeland Security right. terrorist bust-up ring. She was only 32 when she died. She was only 32. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is one of the most intriguing Hollywood death stories it is. I have heard. And I. The only one more is Natalie Wood. Was, what happened to yeah, Natalie yeah, Wood? Yeah. Christopher Walken. Talk. That's true. Wow. Yeah. But I, I always thought I always thought it came out that it was mold. So they never confirmed no. that completely. And then uh, this whole ghost thing that that adds a whole other element. Le- level. Yeah. And the house changed several times after Simon Monjack died. According to property records, Brittany's mom sold the home at a massive loss of 2.7 million mm. after they paid like mm-hmm. 3.8 and and when it was sold again in 2017 it had been completely rehabbed and it sold for 14 and a half million and didn't look anything like the rising glen road and last year the people that bought it for for 14.5 cuz just cuz you got a house doesn't right. mean the ghost leave the house sold for eleven point five million, so a two really? million it dollar still loss. Keeps getting a lot of, wow. Mm-hmm. And you know, when remember when she started hanging out with Simon, everyone was because Simon was kind he, of a disturbed. He's a screen. He was a screenwriter, yeah. quote unquote. But not many people thing. liked him. No, no, and no. She was loved. Yeah. by everybody and she was the beauty and he was kind of the beast i'm just putting it yeah, yeah. and yeah. there are two episodes right. on hbo max of what happened Brittany murphy and if you want to know more about the story but i really um got intrigued with the whole part of the story of the the ghost the haunted house i never knew it was Britney Spears and before and the Britney Spears aspect. And oh. that Britney's had to make a person on a podcast say, oh, yeah, Britney had something bad. She was getting a Reiki healing at the house. And, like, some kind of a bad portal of energy came in, and Britney felt like somebody was, like, pushing on her face and not letting her breathe. Wow. Oh. Okay, there we go. And she moved to a hotel and had her assistants go back and get her clothes and sold the house as is. And it was Brittany Murphy who bought it. Okay. Julia. Uh-huh. There we I'm go. I'm giving you one of those. Another that was... vintage scandal ah. on a Wednesday for people to 
ponder and That's Google. a good one. All right, no, listen. because that one, we really, it still isn't solved. No, no. I want to go watch the doc now. No, yeah. don't, yeah, okay. All right, listen, we come back. Um, uh, Julie will have a, give us some TV stuff, but I do want to talk about Michael Douglas playing a renowned historical horn dog. Everybody, if you were hanging around waiting to see who Michael Douglas is going to play a renowned historical horn dog, I've got the answer for you because for the second year in a row, you know, the Kaminsky method, even though I know hardly anyone who's ever watched it, uh, I know, but did you watch more than one season? I think I did. I thought it was kind of funny. Because it was on again. Yeah, I only watched two, not three. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Michael Douglas, you know, he was at the Screen Actor Guild, Screen Actors Guild Award alone. Catherine Zeta might have been filming or something. But he um, uh, has signed on for an Apple Plus series based on Stacey Schiff's book, A Great Improvisation, Franklin, France, and the Birth of America. Our historical horn dog is Benjamin ben Franklin, Franklin, everybody. Yes, yes. Really? I saw this, yes. The series will focus on Benjamin Franklin's diplomatic mission to France during the American Revolution. He is the one who convinced the King of France to support the colonial uprising against King George. Yep. It was a crucial strategy that made winning the Revolution War yeah, possible. Absolutely. And he did all of this while screwing his way through Paris. <laughs> Truly a man of many talents, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Oh, and, wow. oh this is fun. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's going to be written by the guy who did the John Adams series oh, yeah. for HBO. Oh, good show. Yeah. It'll be directed by Tim Van Patten. Oh, who directed his little brother? Yeah, who directed many episodes of The Wire, The mm-hmm. Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. He was all over HBO, HBO's kind of rise to prominence in the 2000s. And this uh, Ben Franklin series is being facilitated by this dude who is the network chief who made HBO in the early 2000s, late late 90s, when Sopranos, and it was his mm-hmm. idea, Sopranos, Sex mm-hmm. and City, made it into a powerhouse. So he's at Apple Plus now. Oh, okay. And so it's, uh, it, it, yeah, and he, a- Apple snapped up a multi-year deal with them, and he's handed, you know, Tim Van Patten, Michael Douglas, and Benjamin Franklin on a big old platter and said, here we go. So anyway, I hope we get the historical horn dog because apparently in this book, we find out about what a what a like an amazing he talked women into bed right and left. Wow! But with it, it while talking yep. the king of France into supporting the, the colonists yeah. who don't want to pay taxes. I mean, when you think about it, pretty ballsy move on the side of the king of France. Although they the kings of all these European countries were always. Together, not together, oh, depending geez. on who they were married to and who was king at yes, the time, and, right? Yes. Wow. Just looking, at alliance. Picture, just looking at a picture of Benjamin. I mean, he must have had to do some real convincing. Well, you know, <laughs> sometimes don't forget brains is That's a seduction. True. That's true. Oh, 100%. I'm here for visiting the power. You know, I'm an ambassador of... Uh, George gonna, Washington. Yeah, you know, he, he has sent so me many here. inventions. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, anyway, serious. Historical horn dog Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a Something treat. Something new.
I'm excited for that. All right, the penultimate episode of the documentary that we all quit watching, Pam and Tommy, is tonight. Oh, is it tonight? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I read some stories about did Pamela Anderson really give um, Jay Leno as much crap as you see in um, this this seventh penultimate episode because apparently he had a... Long, he loved doing that, and she was quite indignant with him about how devastating it was. And she did, she did. And, she did. And give tonight's him crap. is the sex tape upstage is the premiere of her big screen flop, Barbed Wire. Which, so yep, which might have flopped because of everything else. Yes, that was going the negative on. stuff. And mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. if you didn't get to catch West Side Story in the movie theaters, it has just moved to Disney Plus. If you have that, mm. so you can get it there. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, I didn't watch it, but um, I did see that it was there. Yeah. I don't have any desire. Well, the reason to see it is Rita Moreno and yeah. Ariana DeBose. That, that's that's the only reason. And also, you know, I never knew, like, that because you don't get it in the original West Side Story, I never knew that they were talking about that they literally knocked down, you know, whatever 30 blocks worth of uh, apartments and townhomes to make way for the Lincoln Center and that right. whole area. Um, got w- basically what happened to the Rondo neighborhood exactly. in St. Paul. You know, it's like in the name of progress, yes. all you people have to move. Yes, exactly. So that, yeah, that, I didn't know that part of West Side Story, yeah. but yeah, I think I think people will enjoy it because the music is great. I know. All right, the remember when great. we were we listened to that Sega Awards audio last week and we're like, who is that? Guy? The hot guy from Game of Thrones, that Nikolai Coaster Waldu. Yeah, um, he has a new sh- movie. That hits Netflix tonight called Against the Ice. Mm-hmm. And it's a historical survival drama mm-hmm. where he plays um, Captain N.R. Mikkelsen of Denmark in a 1909, this sounds like right up your alley, Glory, Arctic expedition set up to prove that Greenland is one large island, not two. And then it talks about the inexperienced crew, their polar bear attack. It sounds juicy. Yeah, it does. It sounds kind of fun. He was What's it on. on? It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's called Against the Ice. Against the Ice. And okay. and um and a polar bear attack only to return and stuff happens and I'm not going to tell anyone anything but it he was on with um Allie Wentworth this morning I think there she's co-hosting on the um uh Kelly and Ryan show. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's I think so. For Kelly. So he was there. Um but he's beautiful to look at. Oh my gosh! And it gorgeous. sounds kind of good against the ice, but anyway, that's mm-hmm. all. That's all we got. What day is it? It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. So I've day. got bowling. Uh, got bowling. Day. Are you going? Oh yeah. Yes. They need me. Yes, right. They need me, and I need them. I need a big ginger whiskey, and I need to give some people some crap. There you go. And I need to get tonight. some crap. Yeah. That's the whole part of it. That's yeah. the best part. I'm going to get more billboard crap. <laughs> There's a lot on the west side of town, and people are really finding funny ways to give. Well, me did crap you see our it. new like video. lipstick video? That yeah, was that's cool. cute. Yeah. It's very cool. All that f- fussing we did, and we're, it's mostly our hands. I know what. I wish I would have done something on the age spots on my hands. <laughs> and Lori, you have no polish on yours, and I'm like, well, at least my nail polish was okay. Yeah, but that's I, at my tech 1071. Yeah, that's a real scandal. You know what? I I I, I, I told you last week I was going to get a manicure. I lied. The thought of them pushing my cuticles, and I was like, nope. Lori has dry fingeritis, and she's ready to go to Hawaii to get moisture oh, in her yeah. fingertips. You're not alone. They are just splitting over here, too. So. See? 
same. Oh. I mean, it's like crackajouia. <laughs> you got to have some little oils. I, Julia, I put on Aquaphor. I put on this balm I got from my eyebrow guru, Lira, Leah, you know. Lira. Lira. Leah's sister. Oh. Yeah. Leah. I have a coworker, old, old coworker, where her fingertips, the tips would split so bad, not just the cuticles. It would dry out so bad that she couldn't even type. She oh, works geez. in the building here, actually. Yeah, yeah. you know what you got to do to that. Wear gloves. No, you got to wear the, you glue it. Yeah. Oh, glue it she together. Did yeah, you got to glue it. Yeah, it was <laughs> painful. Painful. All, All right, right, everybody, have a great night. We will be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.